0: Um, Okay, so uh, I don't know how much I can do. I don't know how I feel, but uh, we'll just crack on and have a go, shall we? Okie dokie. Okay. Here we go. Now, uh, it's a little remiss of me. I haven't been around for a while, but I guess everybody knows why Mrs. W sadly passed away now uh, four weeks ago. Um, And uh, uh, it's not, you know, there isn't an awful lot I can say about it, but, um, you know, people say, how are you feeling? Well, you know, I'm feeling as you would expect. Uh, But I would just like to say thank you to everybody on social media who have been a source. Everybody complains about social media, and you get out of social media, I suppose, what you put into it. And during the last few weeks of Melinda's life, um, I was tweeting quite profusely, it has to be said, and I found the responses from people absolutely fabulous um, to coin that well-known phrase and saying, Uh, And I'd just like to thank you very much indeed. Um, Melinda was a huge part of my life. I've known her since I was 17. And uh, and now I have to go on. And, of course, today we're recording the podcast. Today is the day that I found out that my dear friend Peter Stringfellow has just died. Um, I was in regular contact with Peter. He uh, had uh, first found out that he'd had lung cancer seven years ago and they found it very early and they treated it. But sadly, um, it had come back and he and Melinda talked quite regularly uh, about how their treatments were going and what they were up to. Um, And it's just, you know, I've kind of got, I don't know if this is normal or not, but I've got to a situation where I'm kind of numb until I see a picture of her uh, or until I see her, which I mean, her clothes are here. um, Her dressing gown is hanging on the back of my bedroom door. Even her slippers are on the floor. And so um, it's quite difficult. But I'm getting to a situation where the rest of the time I'm just feeling quite numb. And I know because, you know, I'm back doing my radio show, uh, on talk radio and i'm doing various other things people say uh, how can you do that well that's what i do and that's what i've done for, for m- most of my working life so and uh, and apart from anything else i mean i know everybody thinks everyone in the media's got vast amounts of money but uh, uh, m- the majority of people don't you know and uh, like a lot of people i didn't make any provision for my old age uh, and i didn't uh, expect to be left on my own or you know i need to get out and work i've got three dogs to support who are sitting at my feet as we speak um but what do i think i, I it people keep saying how are you doing uh, and so so and, and it's fine but you, you just it's something that you personally have to go through and the sad thing is, it's not sad we don't do death very well do we in this country we don't talk about it until it's thrust upon you and it was thrust upon me i didn't expect it to happen i didn't i thought melinda would last long past me i mean you know i had kidney cancer pretty severe kidney cancer 18 19 years ago i mean i just expected to, uh, to disappear at any time over the last 20 years. I did not expect her to suddenly be diagnosed with cancer and be dead within six months of the diagnosis. And people say, oh, you're very brave. Well, that's bollocks because you just have to do what you have to do. And you can't, you can't just, you know, some people might, but you can't just sort of collapse and, and give up, can you? I mean, she would have, if she thought I was going to do that, she'd be furious absolutely furious um and you just have to get on with life and the sad fact no not sad the inevitable fact is all of us at some particular moment in time are going to go through this you know i i, I wish it had been me first um and you know if you have a partner or a friend one of you is going to go first and it's something all of us have to go through we all have to go through the death of our parents and some sadly have to go through the death of their children we all have to go through death and deaths in our lives but we don't talk about it other cultures do you know we're all a bit maudlin we've allowed the religious to take over death and tell us that it'll all be fine because we'll all be sitting in this place called heaven. I I had a phone call the other day from uh, an old friend of mine I haven't spoken to for years, Yuri Geller. And Yuri, who's moved to uh, Israel and rang, he knew Melinda well and we we're having a long chat about it and then told me his uh, his thoughts, of course, uh, aligned with Einstein. He said, remember, James, you know, um, energy cannot disappear. i think what is dissipating there's an enormous amount of energy in everything and that energy cannot be got rid of the energy has to go somewhere the energy in a tree the energy in a human being the energy doesn't just disappear the energy has to go somewhere so i don't know where the energy goes i don't know whether the energy actually can look back at its past life and and remember that. I don't know. And in a way, in a way, I don't care. Melinda's views on it was that she didn't believe in things like that. And she said, look, make the most of your life. Make the most of what you want to do. And she certainly did that. I did it. She did it. We did it together. We did it apart. And I I said to her some months ago, I said, is there anything, when we knew what the outcome was likely to be, and I said to her, is there anything that you haven't done that you really want to do? And she said, no. And we talked about what, she said, look, I'm quite happy to go to sleep. She said, we've been doing so much over the years, I would quite like a good night's sleep and a rest. And she's having a good night's sleep and a rest. And I, in in many ways, that 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 comforts me as well. Because the last day or so, she was in a lot of pain, and I don't really feel ready to talk about it on on my live radio shows. I I'm I'm waffling on a bit now because I'm quite happy to talk about it because I know Rob can edit it all out or whatever. But you know, if I hear another smug bastard with huge amounts of faith tell me, oh, of course, you know, we can, we, can, uh, we can control pain. We can control pain. They can't. They can't. One smug asshole turned to me and said, we can't give her any more painkiller. It might kill her. I said, my wife is dying. What are you talking about? She and I also had this conversation, I'm going to have it with you now. I would not let my dog suffer the way we allow human beings to suffer. The last day or so, she was in a lot of pain, a lot of pain. The palliative care was not as good as people think it should be. Now, we might have been unlucky, I don't know, but nobody, nobody at the end of their life should be in pain. And when you get to a certain stage, you should be able to die in dignity. My wife should be, have been put out of her agony a day or so before. And I, I am angry about it. I am very angry about it. And when I hear all these, it's, it's like the abortion debate. You know, fuck off. You decide what you want to do. I will decide what I want to do for myself and for my loved ones. There is absolutely no excuse in my mind that we have to suffer more than our animals. We have the technology. We have the science. We should use it. We keep human beings alive to the last possible moment. For what reason? If anybody can tell me, please get in touch. But we had a good life, and and I wouldn't have changed it for anything. I'm sure there are things I should have changed about myself, but uh, hey, there we are. I wasn't really going to talk about this uh, today on the podcast, and um, I've got myself into a situation now where I i don't really want to talk about anything else but i'm I'm going to because life has to go on and i'm going to talk about one other thing i think and then maybe rob can fill in and we could play some music or something and i will come back to doing the podcast regularly because we have hundreds of thousands of people who listen i know and i'm being very self-indulgent and i apologize profusely but uh it's my podcast i'll do what i like I was doing an interview just now on Sky News with some pillock of a broadcast, so I don't know what his name was, I don't even care, who, who, uh, you know, just wanted to sort of say, you know, the death of Peter Stringfellow, does that mean it is the uh, the end of this? And what, what, you know, And now with the new uh, Me Too movement in America and everything, I said, how dare you? How dare you put Peter Stringfellow into the same conversation of Harvey Weinstein, or whatever his name is, or any of these other people? How dare you? Peter rang a legitimate club. It was titillating, but it was an is I mean, every time I've been there. And even when Melinda and I went there together regularly, in fact, uh, she loved to go there. She preferred to go there probably to me. We went there. We didn't go there very often, but two or three times a year we would meet Peter there perhaps. Um, but how dare people say that? If you didn't like those sort of clubs, if you didn't like the sort of What he used to refer to as adult entertainment, then don't go. We do live in a we live in a do we live in a world or is just this country I suppose of where people have to push their own flipping you know live your life the way you want to live it and let other people do the same. Is that too much trouble to ask? Anyway, wherever you go, Melinda and Peter are probably uh, there together, having a long sleep, having a rest. Peter used to work long hours. And, uh, and, and uh, you, know, you know, I don't know. Nobody knows. And don't, I, I don't even, all, all these who, who believe and have a strong faith, my brother in particular, but who, uh, nobody knows, do they? I don't think, anyway. So, okay, that's the end of me waffling on and moaning about myself. But um, as I said before, it's my podcast. I'll do what I like. Sitting in my room and I'm on my own. It's cold outside and I'm feeling alone. So I turn that dial and my radio's on. I hear James Well and my troubles are gone. I hear James Well on the radio. I hear James Well and his podcast show. I hear James Well. I'm Um. I'm going to talk about Brexit because I haven't been on here for a while. And today we see that it is falling apart. And I'm not a fan of Brexit. I'm not a fan, by the way, of the European Parliament. I think it is far too bureaucratic. It's far too unwieldy. In fact, it reminds me of the NHS in many ways. I think it's time for these huge organizations that employ so many people they cannot actually do the job properly to be looked at again and again. And I think with Brexit we have shot ourselves so firmly in the foot we are going to reap the rewards of the stupidity of the idea for years to come unless somebody comes forward and saves him. Even my good friend Nigel Farage said, I I I never said anything about the economy, I didn't say it was gonna be better for the economy. I think he said that not long ago. Um, that wasn't the point of leaving Europe. No, get our sovereignty back. Control our borders. What does that mean? What does that mean? Uh, so today, David Davis uh, had a hissy fit and uh, said he'd throw his toys out the pram unless uh, the Prime Minister... Well, is she the Prime Minister? I mean, in name, maybe. But what a flipping choice we've got at the moment of politicians. Haven't we got the one side you know, the, the the socialist, Marxist, whatever you want to call him, Jeremy Corbyn, who doesn't seem to know his backside from his elbow, supported by a whole load of people who imagine, I think, who imagine that if they can get Jeremy Corbyn elected, and lots of, of, of impressionable people think, oh, this is great, this is never, listen, Michael Foote did it, uh, you know, there've been loads of other people who've gone on about socialism, it never worked anywhere. Point to me somewhere in the world where it worked um capitalism needs a a redefinition you know we need to look after people but people who actually are doing well need to be uh need to be able to enjoy the fruits of their labor as well but those people who aren't and haven't been so lucky have to be looked after obviously that's but all we get now is extremes on one side and the other and then we get the rather limp middle view. We need somebody with charisma. We need somebody with power. We need somebody with with foresight to be in charge. And I don't see anybody. I don't see anybody on either side of the political spectrum. Here we are. We've got a prime minister who's being roughed up by her ministers and told what she should do. And then every time that gets all a bit uh, a bit nasty, she gives in I mean, Boris Johnson, David Davis and Liam Fox should have their heads banged together. I tell you, Brexit is going to be a flipping cock-up monumentally. I will make one caveat here. If I am wrong, I will apologise profusely. I hope I am wrong, actually. I hope that Brexit is going to be just as good as Ian Duncan Smith and and, uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg and all the rest of them say it's going to be. But I don't think so. But I hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. You know, at the moment, they're arguing about the border in Northern Ireland. Well, hang on. That was always going to be a problem. And I remember talking to Jacob Rees-Mogg about this. He was, oh, no, no, James, I don't think we should talk about that. I don't think it's not a problem. Not a problem. Not a problem. Of course it's a problem. And, you know, why on earth, if we leave the European Union, the single market and the customs union, why would we expect them to give up? Would we give another person leaving a, a better deal for leaving? I mean, what a ridiculous idea that is. Nobody, nobody should, none of us should have voted in that referendum. None of us should have been given a referendum. David Cameron needs to be brought back and needs to be punished for doing that to the country. He only did it because he was frightened of UKIP. That's the only reason he did it. No other reason at all. And now we're in a situation where we don't have very clever politicians, do we? They can't sort it out. To be fair, it's a bit of an insolvable problem. We've allowed half a dozen, is it 11, 12, a dozen... Um, of these uh, Northern Ireland MPs to hold us to ransom, the ones who don't like gay marriage, abortion, and don't really like anything much, to be quite honest, the one whose leader looks like hyacinth bouquet. Hmm? So we, we, I tell you what we should do to the, because I, I, I love Northern Ireland. I've been there many times. I like, I like Ireland as a place, north and south. But if the politicians of Northern Ireland cannot grow up and start running their devolved parliament or whatever it is, there's a choice. We either say, stuff you, be your own country. That'll cause problems, I can assure you. Or we, we tell them how they're going to behave. The same rules in the rest of the United Kingdom apply to those people in Northern Ireland. None of this ridiculous, religiously based codswallop that they insist on hanging on to. Gay rights are a human right. Accept it. Accept it. A woman's right to choose what she does with her body is a human right. Accept it. Most of the people in Northern Ireland, I I imagine, would agree. But you've got a bunch of old fogies over there uh, holding the place to ransom. And politicians on both sides of their political divide. And let's face it, it is a very, 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 difficult situation we do not want to go back to the troubles that we lived through in the 70s and 80s we do not want to and to an extent the 60s we don't want to go back there and goodness sake there are hot heads around on both sides who would probably quite like to because i'm sure the people who manipulated the troubles did it in many ways for their own ends and most people, when you go to, when I went regularly to Northern Ireland during the problem, they would tell you, it's not us, it's not us, there's a bunch of gangsters who are doing this. You know, I, I, I it just depresses me the way this uh, is going at the moment. All of this self-inflicted. There is really no answer to the problems of Northern Ireland. And and whatever the Jacob Rees-Mogg's, the David Davis's, the Liam Fox's say, oh, yes, it can be easily sorted out. It can't, or it would have been. This isn't doing any of us any good. Uh, European car manufacturers saying don't use British parts because that's going to cause... There's going to be, if we don't have an agreement, and the agreement is we should never have left Europe. And I'll tell you something else, all right? Europe, which a lot of people, oh, well, we don't want to be run by the Germans. No, you're absolutely right. We don't want to be run. We all want to run our Europe. And so, you know, we all want to have our own say. Name me four MEPs. You can't. Actually, nor can I. Because those MEPs, apart from the ones in UKIP, who were uh, always fairly loud, and probably the people we... You can all name Nigel Farage, I know. I said, you know, I get texts all over the place. It's very nice, but um, uh, while I'm talking with you, I I think I should just... uh, All right. That's very loud, isn't it? I don't know why it's so loud, but uh, I'm just going to try and turn it off if I can. I um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. What was I talking about, Rob?
1: Um, you were talking about uh, Nobody Knows Their MEPs. Oh, yeah, that's it.
0: And so had the MEPs actually done a decent job? Had they actually uh, made themselves known to their constituents? Had they actually made their voices heard in the European Parliament, had they actually stuck up a little more for this country, then maybe it would not have become a club for just a couple of countries, which is what everybody blamed. But no, MEPs usually, and I've interviewed many, and I can't remember any of them, and I've told most of them, you know, how did you get to be an MEP? Or it's quite easy because not many people turn out and vote. Um, I wish I'd done that. You can hear an aeroplane going overhead at the moment. Uh, oh, thank, good news about the new runway being built at Heathrow, about flipping time as well. Uh, so I, I blame those people who became MEPs. We didn't have a very high-quality MEP because they're, they're all pretty useless. I mean, look what's happened, and it's their fault to a great extent. Um, and, of course, we don't have very good... I've I'm, I'm got a real downer on politicians at the moment because they've brought us to a situation that none of them seem to be able to control. And here, these are people who we've elected... Somebody rang my show on talk radio. You know, you know, I do the show Monday to Thursday, seven o'clock until ten on talk radio. Somebody rang the show the other day and said, James, why don't we just not vote in the next election? And I I thought I, people have said that to me before, and I thought, oh, that'd be ridiculous. That's you can't do that. If you don't vote, you don't have the right to say. But just imagine if they call an election, and it looks they might fairly soon the way things are going. If they called an election and none of us turned out to vote, or hardly any, maybe there was only 10% of people turned out to vote, you'd probably get some of a hard line uh, on both sides wanting their party to win. But if the majority of our sensible people didn't turn out to vote, and the country turned its back on the election and the politicians who were standing, I wonder how that would affect it. I wonder what we would do then. And people say, "Oh, will it be a dictatorship?" I don't. Know. You know, we, the people going into politics at the moment, the people who are in politics, don't seem to be able to hack it, do they? To a certain extent, it's like the people running most of our big uh, public, public. You know, the, the the health service, the education, the railways. There's another one: a bunch of, of useless pillocks who can't actually organize themselves properly so people are being late for work people you know how difficult can it be to run a railway system we invented the damn thing for goodness sake i tell you what i bet a lot of those chief executives of different railway companies are getting vast payments and probably huge bonuses that ought to stop the power companies you know they're putting the price up i notice again I can't see the justification for that, really, can you? Because if you shop around, you can get it cheaper. And I can't really be bothered. I think I will be now. I've just got my bills in, and uh, the projected increase for next year is unacceptable. I suppose what happens if we stop paying for our utilities? Are they going to turn us all off? What happens if the people decide, we've had enough of this. People in positions of authority are not doing the job properly, whether you're running the railways or not, whether you're a politician, whether you happen to be running our health service. You know, people talk about throwing more money. Let's uh, raise more money and give the NHS more money. Well, I don't think that would be a very good idea because I think until you actually get decent people running our health service and people who know what they're doing and people who tell the politicians, no, we can't do this, then there's no point in giving them more money. And, you know, those people in charge in the police force, I mean, the chief constables, more concerned probably about their possible knighthoods or their pension, I don't know. But why don't some of these people tell the politicians, I'm sorry, we can't run the way it is. Now, in Birmingham, every ambulance carries a paramedic so that they can quite often treat somebody who is ill, on the spot when they get there without taking them to hospital. I live in the Southeast, not in London. I live in the Southeast, in the countryside. When Melinda was ill, I rang ambulances from time to time because I needed to get her to hospital. I got recorded messages. I got ambulances turning up four hours and more after I had called them, some without paramedics, some ambulances who couldn't do anything except ferry the patient to hospital. And if they can do it in one area of the country, then they can jolly well do it in another. You know, all these public services, whatever, from 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 our transport systems, our education, our health service, our uh, our police force, you know, there seems to be a total lack of intelligence. I suppose it might just be the way I feel at the moment, but... I am sick and tired of everybody saying, well, we're going to learn lessons and improve it. When the f are you going to improve it? It's been going on like this for years now. Nothing is getting done. Five years, we get another government, five or the same government re elected, and they start again. And we're going to do things better and differently. Every five years, they change everything. No wonder we're not getting very far. And then on top of that, we decide to shoot ourselves in the foot and vote to leave the European Union. But it's going to be fine because we're going to have an alliance with Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and America. Oh, yes, they're going to look after us. They're thousands of miles away. Why would we turn our our backs on our nearest neighbours? And if I was into uh, projecting into the future, I might project into the future and say that since we decided to leave the European Union, other countries will do the same. It will fall apart. The economy of our nearest neighbours will plummet. And before you know where you are, we'll be thrown into conflict again. I don't want that for my children or for my grandchildren. Do you? I'm I'm just hoping that somebody might wake up when they hear this and say, well, you're talking a load of old what's-it-well. I mean, if you thought you could do any better. I, I'm not a politician. I haven't got the answers. I don't know. Uh, what? To, but I'm I'm quite happy to admit I don't know. I didn't put myself forward to be a politician. Hey, maybe I should have done. Too late now. But maybe some of those people who are how on earth, how on earth, when when Theresa May decided to go to the country again because she thought she'd wipe out the Labour Party and then lost her majority, wasn't that wasn't that time to go? I don't believe for one moment Jeremy Corbyn will make a good prime minister if he ever gets elected. I think both sides need to find some new talent. I'm hopeful that there are some some young, enthusiastic MPs on both sides who actually see that this country needs to be saved. But it's not just this country, is it? It's the world that needs to be saved. Well, I'm sorry, listen, this podcast has gone on and on and on, I haven't even spoken to Robbo, who's sitting there patiently in the studio. It's not really the sort of thing we normally do. Um, but I wasn't really sure what I was going to talk about to get back, if you like. I noticed we got a bit of reggae on the program. I don't know whether it's right to play a bit of reggae now or not, or whether we should do just questions, or whether you should do tech talk. I'm not really sure. Well,
1: I can I can do a little bit of tech talk. If you're like I can have a bit of a rant about something that's uh, pissed me
0: off over the mm. last few weeks. You can do that. I mean, I I was going to talk about uh, the other things you got there. You know, I can't be bothered to be honest with you. It seems uh, you know we've talked about removing violence from our streets. Um, again, lots of people we we put that out on uh, Facebook, and uh, a number of people have responded. Maybe we um, maybe we should do that next time. Yeah, There's some, some good points there. Maybe we should do that next time. Yeah, sure. Why don't you do Tech Talk? Yeah.
1: Okay, Tech Talk. Uh, the uh, the French are going to get uh, Amazon Alexa. Well, lucky French. Yeah, so uh, I don't know why it's not in France already. I mean, it's not difficult, mm-hmm. is it, to uh, change the accent to a French accent?
0: May we? You can. Yeah, I can.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, there are... Um, you know this Ancestry.com where you can send your DNA samples off? Yeah. Well, apparently they've got like 5 million people's DNA stored on their database.
0: That's naughty, isn't it?
1: That's quite worrying, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So imagine, and why do you want to know where you came from anyway?
1: Well, oh, people do, don't they? They're into this family tree stuff, aren't they? But, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: But... You know, people don't want to give the police their DNA, so why are they just sending it off in a package to some I company? I, because because there is a lot of stupidity. A lot of stupidity at the moment. Surely the best thing to do is send your DNA off and put the wrong name down so it's stored mm. wrongly on their database, but the results come back to you as, as you would expect them. That would be yeah. the solution, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I'm sure, you know, they, they, they say, oh, well, you came from Africa, you came from uh, Scandinavia, you came from... So what?
1: Yeah, but there's that database that's growing and growing and growing and growing with names and addresses of the people mm. that sent it in and their DNA. It would be long before the government say, hand over that data, please.
0: Uh, that, that's I might talk about that on Talk Radio tonight. That's a really good one.
1: Yeah, well... There we go.
0: Ancestry. Uh, who owns it?
1: Ancestry.com, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not doing mine, spitting into a little test tube and sending it off. No, I wouldn't do mine either. But who who, um, who actually owns it? I've no idea. That's something for your researchers on yeah. the talk radio. Yeah, no, I that's a very good point. I don't yeah. do yeah. research. I just pick no, things I, out. No, I the, noticed that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. Uh, Apple's uh, new browsers uh, on their new operating systems are going to block... Um, Facebook from uh, tracking you. Good at the source. Good. So uh, that could be uh, that's. Uh, there's going to be a battle between Facebook and Apple soon. I imagine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cat and mouse. I imagine. But they're, yeah. They're, so Apple are going to try and stop websites from tracking what you're doing.
0: Yeah. So that's quite they're nice. They shouldn't be allowed to anyway, should they?
1: Have you been uh, getting a lot of these uh, GDPR
0: yeah. emails? Yeah. Yeah. Can't do you know be- what I do? Delete them? Press delete. Yeah. Go into the delete box and press it again. I think it's all
1: stupid. All it's doing is allowing people to hide from the law again
0: you think they should be able to do it
1: if you're prepared to give the information out then it's it's out there isn't it but i think but before for example yeah. if you had somebody's ip address you could go on a website and you can go and find out uh, where mm. that ip address has come from etc now because yeah. of all the privacy laws you can't find out stuff so researchers and stuff can't find mm. the information that they could do before so yeah. uh,
0: but you know people are entitled to their privacy and if uh, if you don't want to be found okay if you have... I'm pretty sure the police can find out whatever they want. In fact, I know they can find out whatever they want, whatever the law says.
1: Well, I don't know, you know.
0: If there's a, you know, if, if people are committing crimes and if somebody is expecting something, if the police can't find out, then they damn well ought to be able to.
1: I think that's an argument. I'm pretty sure they yeah. can. Uh, Amazon and eBay are removing cuddly smart toys because um, apparently the companies that are making them have uh, no security on their end, so uh, you're able to listen to audio recordings across the internet of uh, people having conversations. So uh, uh, that's not good, is it, either?
0: No, no.
1: And uh, I can do a little bit of films to fill in a bit of God. time.
0: Well, well I, I watched that film the other day uh, of the people who uh, were this, this African continent that was hidden away, and they, they technically advance more than everybody else.
1: Black Panther.
0: Black Panther, yeah, Black Panther. That was that was fascinating. It was quite an interesting film. Except, you know, how could you how could you have hidden in today's world what you really were capable of doing? It, it's it's all, it's all fiction. It's it's not. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. I know. But yeah, I I, I watched it till the end. I thought it was quite entertaining. So
1: you actually watched a Marvel comic film then.
0: Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh.
1: Next you'll oh. be watching um Iron Man.
0: Oh, I like Iron Man.
1: <laughs> I, I so- like the suit, yeah. Uh, the solo film that everyone's boycotting. Why? Oh, because everyone's fallen out of love with Star Wars because of um, the woman that runs Star Wars, Kathleen uh, Kennedy, has got some sort of political agenda. Really? What? All the lead characters have to be women now.
0: Oh, bollocks. I'm getting fed up with that. I was asked to fill out a form online today. Uh, which apparently Ofcom are putting around for if you work in the media. I just deleted that as well. <laughs> <laughs> in the interest of diversity, we'd like to know what you are. Well, just turn the telly on or listen to the radio and work it out for yourself.
1: Exactly. But the solar film is very good. Go and go and see that one. It's okay. Don't All boycott right. it. That's just silly. Mm. Okay. Um, but I haven't got anything other than uh, that in my tech talk and my um, you know films bit. I've seen loads of okay. other films, but uh, I I haven't written anything down on my sheet because I didn't really believe that we we're going to do a show this week for some reason. Oh, okay. We do see. you
0: want to end off with a few questions and then uh, then we'll wish everybody uh, a great summer and uh, and hopefully talk again very soon. I'll keep buying the books. Oh yeah, go to the shop, buy the book.
1: Yeah, I'm going to list the hardback book very soon.
0: Yeah. I haven't That's done a good that. idea. Yeah, I've,
1: yeah. Got a, I've got a few boxes of hardback
0: books to uh, shift. So I'll, I'll... <clears throat> yeah, but I need to keep. I need to keep a few. I don't want to lose them. Okay, I'll uh, keep a no, few. No, but I've, I've got I've got two or three here. But uh, yeah, it might well be. I, I I wrote that book eleven years ago, and it may well be. And there's some lovely pictures of Melinda in there. There, it might be time to write another one. I'm thinking, or read, or it. even just record it.
1: Read. Well, yeah, one another audio book.
0: Yeah. We could do that ourselves, couldn't we?
1: we? We could. That's how I read your book. I, I got the mm. audio. And it was you talking as well, which was
0: quite It was cool. me. That was the hardest job I have ever done.
1: Yeah. I to get...
0: read a whole book out loud is not easy. To
1: read a book is not easy for me. That's why I bought oh. the audio version. Oh,
0: I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me three days to do that.
1: But it's only four hours long. How, how did it take you three days? But you're a
0: slow reader. How come it's only four hours long? It took a lot longer than that. They must have tidied it up. And um, I suppose you can only read out loud for a couple of hours, you know.
1: Yeah, I suppose you didn't sit there for four because, hours reading.
0: No, 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 no. Um, you can only read out loud and sit in a small cubicle doing it for, and then you, you just, every everything you say sounds garbled in your head.
1: Yeah, but don't buy the audio version. Buy the, uh, the, the physical version, because then you can put it on your bookshelf and impress all your friends, and then we make some money. We,
0: you, can, you can get the audio version and listen to it. Yeah, but
1: we don't make any money out of that.
0: No, no. I've never made a penny out of that. I don't know where the money's gone. I'm going to have to look into
1: that. Some, somebody's um, siphoning off the money. Okay, well, let's do some questions then. Mm. Uh, da, da, da. So I can't have my rant. About what? Sugar-free pubs. Oh, really? I don't know about that. Go on. Well, I've been going to the pubs recently quite a lot. I don't know why. Yeah, me maybe too. It's, maybe it's the weather. And, uh, you know, I like Coca-Cola. Well, I,
0: I don't understand why you do, but okay, yeah.
1: Well, it's either that or drink
0: alcohol. So Yeah, well, I think you'd be better off with alcohol.
1: Well, I'm starting to think that myself. Mm. So
0: uh, Yeah, but, uh, get uh, into I, it with alcohol.
1: I've go, I go out for a, a meal in a pub, but I always have a, a drink to go alongside it. So usually when you go to a pub, you say, can I have a Coke? And they sometimes go, is... Um, pepsi okay because obviously pepsi is inferior to coca-cola and you go what yeah like- surely <laughs> and, and you go yeah okay I'll, I'll have pepsi now it's 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 all different now because of all this sugar tax stuff i think mm-hmm. you go there and say can i have a coke and they go we've only got uh, pepsi max or diet pepsi mm-hmm. and it's like well what's happened to the full strength pepsi <coughs> oh we've stopped doing that we're now sugar free what pubs are you, is this a chain of pubs? I, I believe it's a specific brewery that's doing it. Who is it? I don't want to say in case I'm wrong. Why not? Well, I've stopped going to this particular pub. but Good about, for you. Apparently they're supposed to stock, according to the, when I've done a bit of research, they're supposed to stock the Pepsi in the glass bottles but not on the fountain. Um, And it's for kids, uh, you know, to promote healthy drinking for kids that go to pubs.
0: Quite frankly, I think any parent that gives their children those sort of drinks sugar-free or sugar are doing themselves a
1: disservice. Well, we don't. We are, our, our daughter doesn't have
0: Coke quite or right lemonade or whatever. Quite right, too.
1: But got, you do. Well, I do. But the thing is, I, I drink Pepsi Max ginger, which is quite nice, um, because Pepsi Max has this horrible aftertaste, but the ginger sort of gets rid of that. That's quite nice. But when I go out for a meal, I don't want to have some diet drink with my meal i'm going especially when you're paying about three pound
0: for a glass of coke you expect to have the full are you mad you don't have have that rubbish with a meal why don't you have a nice glass of wine why don't you have a beer i mean for goodness sake you can't drink that stuff well my
1: wife's pregnant so i don't want to be drinking beer in front of my wife it's it's why not because she's not allowed to drink is she
0: See, I don't understand that. I mean, when my, uh, you know, my mother had me, I think they were smoking and drinking and doing everything in those days.
1: Yeah, but they were drinking stout and Guinness, weren't they, back then? I don't think so. No, full of iron. Yeah,
0: no, my mother it would be
1: champagne. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I usually sometimes I have a shandy mm. with a steak, you know, but uh, a nice girl. Uh, but I went out the other day and uh, they had uh, glass bottles of Coke. Oh, my wife's birthday, 40th birthday was the other day. Thank you for doing that message for me. Looks all right. I could, um, she, said to, uh, she said to me, uh, all I want for my birthday is uh, some glass bottle of Coca-Cola because she's has a, a craving at the moment is uh, sugar, believe it or not. Uh, but not in any sort of chocolate or sweets or anything like that, just um, sugary drinks. So I thought, right, I'll go and get you some glass bottles of cola. But again, Tesco's, you know, that uh, nice superstore. They've stopped selling it. They're all diet now. The, the The Coke aisle in Tesco's is reduced so much that there's only about three or four bottles mm. left. The, all the aisles of the sugar-free stuff is full. So uh, I had to go and get uh, Coke from the uh, cash and carry in Yen the because mm. there was no other choice. Is this all being edited out? No, I'll just leave most of it in. I was filling in the time. You know, yeah, the show's got to be like 50 minutes,
0: so we're on 41 minutes now. Shall I do the uh, questions? I think so, yes, because, you know, I mean, if I hear more about your flipping coke gate and, and not being able to get I, I, honestly so many problems in the world that is not one of them
1: it's a big problem to me
0: obviously obviously right do a couple of questions i'm going to the pub i need a beer after hearing that
1: okay <laughs> uh maddie holgate the one that you say has got a disastrous yeah, I know, looking maddie kitchen. and uh, yeah.
0: we I, I went to her um, house didn't
1: yeah. i yeah and you said her kitchen yeah. was a uh, Needed updating.
0: Did I? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, Is it normal to flush your favourite watch down the loo in the House of Lords? Shamefully, I'm not joking.
0: No, it's not. And quite frankly, I hope you got them to come and get it out.
1: It'll be down the U-Bend somewhere. Why on earth did you do that? Maybe she
0: wanted to leave something behind. Yeah, okay. Well, you could have left other things behind. You didn't have to do the watch, but um, hey-ho, it's there for posterity, I suppose. Well, the loser there to
1: leave a part of you behind, isn't it, surely? Yeah. You don't need yeah, to leave your watch. Yeah, all right.
0: I don't want to know. Move on, move on. Uh, nice to hear you, Maddie, anyway. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, here's, here's, here's one for you. Mandy. It's man, not Maddie, it's Mandy. Did I say Maddie? You did.
1: I'll edit it out. With, I'll say... Can I just uh, clear the line so I could say this clearly? Maddie Holgate. See, I'll put that in the uh, bit at the beginning. No, Mandy. You said it again. Sorry. Mandy Holgate. See? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. What we'll it's uh, like working with amateurs, I don't know. All right. right okay. Move on
1: Oh, yeah. Danny Costello, the new sugar tax. Yeah. Have people noticed the difference in pricing? I certainly have. Yes, it's very expensive. Carry on, James. You hmm. answer as well.
0: Yeah. No. Well, you've answered that one. I don't need, I don't want to talk about the new sugar tax. Just, just don't buy that sort of stuff. Uh, Stuart
1: Condon, I'm gla- not Condon? No, I was going to say. I'm okay. glad I got oh, that right. Yeah. <laughs> Should Heinz rename salad cream to sandwich cream? Why? Oh, they, their Heinz are renaming it. They are going to be calling it sandwich cream. Because only really? 10% of its users actually put it on salad. Mm. Sandwiches? No, salad. They don't want to call it Who, salad but, cream anymore. They want to call it sandwich cream. Why? Because only 10% of the people that buy it put it on a salad. The rest oh, you see, just. I
0: didn't hear that. Only 10% of people put it on salad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but it is salad cream. I mean, a sandwich cream would turn me off. I wouldn't buy it if it was called sandwich cream. Mm. But I don't use that either. Much better that you make your own. Uh, Oil and vinegar dressing for a salad. It's much healthier and easy to do.
1: Don't you put apple cider vinegar on salads?
0: I don't. I like a little bit of olive oil and balsamic and maybe a a teaspoonful of uh, uh, mustard put in there and maybe a little bit of sugar as well. I've never in my lifetime eaten a salad ever. No, I know. I look at the state of you. Uh, right, come on, I'm going to the pub.
1: I've had enough of this. Uh okay, will you go to the pub then? Oh, hang on. C- Christian Loyal, you this is one mm. of the shows that I had to fill in for you. Um it's yeah. not much of a question, Rob. Uh but in oh, Rob's right. tech talk, I mentioned this thing called HQ Trivia, which is an app that you can install on your mobile phone and it's like a quiz show with a live uh, presenter at certain times of the day and you take part and tens and hundreds of thousands of people will take part, and the questions get asked a bit like um, the uh, who wants to be a millionaire, and whoever's left at the end wins a share of the prize pot, and apparently one of our listeners is called uh, Christian Lawyer, won £22.72 in one game.
0: Well, I hope for your sake he doesn't become addicted, and then you'll feel terrible.
1: Well, it's okay to be addicted to a game you're not paying for. It's completely free.
0: It's completely free. Well, how do you get 22 quid out of something that's completely free? Somebody must be paying somewhere. Nope, there's no adverts in it. You just get money mm. for nothing. I don't believe it. Uh, try it. It's uh, called HQ Tribune. No, I don't want to try it. I've, I'm bored. I don't want to try that. I've got other things to do. And uh, and if you, if you go on that and you get addicted to that, then you go on to other places and start, uh, it might just be a way of getting you addicted to gambling, mightn't it?
1: Well oh, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's one of those things where they're going to get so many users and they're going to sell it on so they can advertise on it later on. Ah uh, But at the moment, okay, you can win uh, loads and loads of money just by playing for free. Real cash.
0: Okay, uh, right, fine. Um, I wonder what you'd be doing while I haven't been around. I can tell you Uh, how to win at casinos. I don't know what you're going to do with this show. It's all over the place, isn't it? Maybe we'll just scrap it.
1: No, 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 I'm not going to scrap it. I'll I'll edit something around and I'll put some things in and I'll take things out and then
0: uh, by the end of it, we'll have a a
1: 10-minute long show. Oh, good, good,
0: good. good. Uh, Cathy Hall says, why is the Mayor of London doing nothing about the increased amount of bike crimes in his city? I'd like to know why people across the country aren't uh, doing that, Cathy. It's uh, a crime... That is heinous. It uh, happened to a lady of a hundred years old in Derby the other day, and uh, her neck was broken by this thug stealing her bag. And sadly, she later died from it. Um, I suggested on radio we should hang a few of them, but everybody said that was a little extreme. Uh, but I still think you know people who commit those sort of crimes um, need a very severe punishment, and we're not punishing them at all. In fact, if anything uh they they you know a, a handbag snatch you it 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 doesn't even merit sometimes police turning up it is now because people are talking about it and i agree the mayor of london should be doing something about it anyway there we are uh right thank you very much indeed and uh, go and buy the book
1: yeah please buy the book we need, we we need some money now we've been off for a few okay. weeks we need some money
0: okay all right i'll talk to you later bye bye bye